0: to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry.
1: Hey there. Well, welcome back to the Get Out There, Get Known podcast. I am your host, Pam Perry, Dr. Pam Perry, and I am excited to introduce you to a person that I would say is very different from this show. He knows all things digital. He really is a I don't I'm not saying this in a bad way, but he is like a geek, okay? And he knows I've said this in, in front of him, like you know all this stuff. So we kind of get together and geek out about all this kind of stuff in the digital marketing world because he's been doing it for a very long time. I'm talking about Gresh, Gresh Harkless. So I'll give you the formal bio and then I'll bring bring him up so that you, we can have a conversation. You can kind of learn a little bit about why he does what he does in terms of digital market space and why it's important. One of his main properties is CEO Blog Nation, but he is CBNation.com. You can find that there also as well, powered by Blue 16 Media, which is a web design and SEO company. So, for those who don't know about SEO, I talk about it often. It's about being Google okay? So, we'll just talk about that being search engine optimized. They are a B2B brand that helps to exist and help over 1 million business owners succeed by focusing on resources, visibility, and connection. His signature thing is visibility plus resources plus connections equals success. So really, they're focusing on really just being the number one business resource for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners. So when I tell you that his blog is just chock full of good information, go to ceoblognation.com and you will see what I'm talking about. It is amazing. It is one of those things that's really, really cool. So with that, I'm going to bring up Gresh. Hey! (laughs) Hey,
2: Hey, Dr. Pam. I appreciate you uh, having me on the show.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. So I just want people to know that you really do know yourself when it comes to SEO. So tell us about the why. Like, why did you want to do, because you do a podcast and you do the blogs and you're like your own media outlet. So Not only were you building websites, but how did you get to the point where you want to become like a media outlet as well? Because a lot of the um, authors and speakers that we work with, they want to get media attention. They want to get seen. They want to get out there and get known. But you basically say, you know what, let's start with this property. Let's start with the technical part, not the technical, but the, the more digital part. So kind of give us a why about how that expanded, because I'm sure the Blue 16 media came first, then the other part. So explain the why of that, and um, and how people can really get on if they want to, uh, you know, be on your outlet.
2: Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I definitely appreciate that opportunity. It, it brought a tear to my heart to hear you call me the geek as well, too, because that is something that I hold very, very dear, and I <laughs> always enjoy, you know, helping people to be Googleishes and, and geek out about all those things. But, um, <laughs> funny, yes, yeah, funny enough for me, I wish that I was smart enough to say that. Um, the, the blue 16, um, was actually first before the CEO blog nation and all those things. It actually was backwards and it kind of answers the question. Like you asked me is that what I was kind of unsure about is like what I wanted to be when I grew up. So I graduated during the economic crisis, um, in 2009. So a lot of things were kind of topsy turvy. I had gotten laid off from a job, was going to get laid off from another job. But one of the things that I always try to do is, if I wasn't sure about things, I try to just go into things that I'm super passionate about, things that I love, you know, learning about or doing. And for me, I um, I like kind of creating content. Now it's called content creator and things like that. But I always love reading and writing. And um, at that time, you know, they didn't have podcasts or podcasts weren't as prevalent as they are now. So it just kind of has manifested itself from there. But the, the seed, I guess, that was planted for me was um, when I was 10 years old, my dad was in, it was in the military. He went to an entirely different country. Um, so I started what was then a family newspaper and that family newspaper would have all the stories of what was going on in our family, all of those things that I kind of, took some clip art and some Microsoft Word and made it into um, this, you know, rinky dink little um, newspaper. <laughs> and um, I would send it to my dad so he would know what was going on in, in in the family. And then the entrepreneurial part was I sold the subscriptions to my family members. So,
0: um, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: so when I was, you know, thinking about what I wanted to do when I grew up, it was kind of that story and a lot of stories like that that kind of resonated with me. Um, it was really what laid the foundation to what I mean about being able to build a media business and and build your media company, how important that is.
1: So really the main thing was just really to reach people in mass, you know, with one particular piece of content, I guess you would say, because you've always, it wasn't a blog back then. I mean, obviously you, but you were blogging, you were putting together content, sharing it across platforms so that, whether it was mail via, you said Microsoft, obviously you were emailing it, you were selling subscriptions. So you had to really figure out like how the best way to put all this together. And then how did you find out at a certain point in time that, okay, I am going to be my own business. I'm going to make money from this platform that, you know, around 2009, 10, really, like, really, I said, like, the big boom of, like, 2015, people really start getting on the internet. It's like, ooh, and then since COVID, everybody's on the internet. So how did you learn SEO and developing websites? And really, you know, it's e-commerce, too, in, in a way. So how does that come about?
2: Yeah, it it really just came from me kind of leaning into things I was interested in. Like you said, I am a geek at heart. So my mom has an embroidery company. I built like a website for her, you know, getting started, but I've always been, you know, very, very into technology and and how it works and things like that. So um, I started to to build websites because my mom needed a website at that time. um, I started to do Um, I started a nonprofit too, while I was in college, I went to Howard University for my undergrad and, and, um. (laughs) <laughs> yes, you know. <laughs> so um I built um a website there for one of my friends and I started a nonprofit for, for men of care called Men of Character to get kids in the school. So I just started to really like lean into learning more and more and more. And I'm very much so a hands-on person. So even if there was a course and you know, as there are courses and information out there, um, I think it's so important to to kind of couple that, you know, instruction with the ability to get your hands dirty. So like, as you mentioned, the authors, the people that are trying to, to get their name out there, um, I think it's really, really great to, to have that opportunity to to learn while doing as much as sharpening that saw by, you know, taking courses and learning things. And that's really how I learned um, along the way. And then I think the light bulb kind of went off for me is when I actually was introduced to a networking group. And when i officially started Blue 16 Media, I had no idea that it was of any value until I met other people that said, hey, you know how to do X, Y, and Z. And for me, like a lot of times our gifts and the things that we kind of naturally turn to, we sometimes can kind of minimize it and not see the value. So that's really what changed for me is I I saw somebody else that saw value in it and I was like, hey, I actually could do this, which is uh, pretty awesome.
1: I know, because you know, you're in the DMV area. So you went to a networking group and and I want to say that the DMV area is really just high tech anyway. You know, outside of Silicon Valley, that's probably like the second second or third uh-huh. beside New York, that really is very savvy in that whole thing. So when you're doing uh, CEO blog nation, explain the business model of it, because you have so many pieces of it and I love it. So you have the, the, the podcast and then come until later. So tell us a little bit of, of how things rolled out in terms of that and then how it, it reached out into the blue 16 media.
2: Yeah. So um, one of my big goals, like I mentioned, the Seal Blog Nation, I started you know, before I started the digital marketing. And what I started to do um, after I was like holding on to both, I was growing both of them. I, I kind of had a moment where I said, hey, I can't taste two rabbits at the same time. So I have to figure out either one or the other. Um, or just have to figure out and be a lot more efficient with it. So, um my goal was really just to to take a step back and say, okay, if I had maybe unlimited, you know revenue or growth um or you know, money to spend, like what would I invest in to potentially grow my digital marketing business? And a lot of what I thought about, I realized that I was already building um without even sometimes knowing it. And I said, hey, if you want to try to connect with your target clients, if you're an author, if you've written a book to try to help people with X, Y, and Z, why not provide them value with X, Y, and Z? So as you, you know, said, when you read my bio, CB Nation and CO Blog Nation and the podcast, the blog, the videos, all of that is all about providing value to the people that I want to connect with from a digital marketing standpoint. So Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't something that I knew. It's just me like leaning into my passions. And then things just started to align where I said, hey, I can use and leverage this to hopefully get some potential digital marketing clients and and maybe, you know, other opportunities that are going to open up, you know, in the future as well, too.
1: Yeah. And it's one of the things too, authors and speakers need platforms. They need to get their message out there. So every day, just so that people know that he does do a daily blog, uh, not daily blog, yeah, daily blog, I guess you would say, but also a daily podcast. Yes. (laughs) And so one of the things about SEO, just, just generally how I learn about it or know how it works is that the more active you are on a platform. So if you have a website, the more active you are the more you're going to have people attracted to it, and then the more RSS feeds, um, which stands for really simple syndication, that also gets the, the the search engines love that as well. So they love multimedia, they love podcasts, they love video, and they also love you updating it often. They like backlinks coming in as well. So when you do a podcast and you have other people that are on the podcast, you're getting backlinks in from them, and then also going out they're sharing it as well. So I just kind of wanted you to like explain like the business model of that part about like why the blog, why the video, why, and obviously it's offering value, but also too, I've seen you involved in Hara, which is Help a Reporter Out, where you'll do what we call roundup articles. So explain to people about roundup articles, because a lot of times people aren't even familiar what a roundup article is.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and I always say the name of the game is all about being found. Um, Most of the time we have really great products and services have written phenomenal books are phenomenal speakers but Getting that opportunity to really get your name out there is probably, if not the biggest part of what you need to do. As you do so well with you know PR, um, it's so important. It goes hand in hand with everything related to SEO. So my goal was really to build a, um, a more of a platform, and, and I, I even you know simplify by saying kind of like a party where I don't necessarily you know sing. I'm not doing the dance. I'm not doing all those things. I just want to invite all the people as, as much as possible to the party, so that hopefully everybody can get value and have a really good time. And of course, if they need a website or they need SEO, I would love to be that person that could help provide that. Um, but I think that's really something that I tried to do with um, CEO Blog Nation. And really, it started a lot of um, at its heart with me having that journalistic mindset that I've always had, where I always want to know, um, why do people start their business? How do they come up with their business name? Mm-hmm. Um, if they had advice for somebody that was starting business a business, like what would they say? And what I do did it, I used a tool called Harrow, and I basically compiled uh, the top answers. Um, from different people, from you know, different stage businesses, different size businesses. And I would have essentially a 30-question blog post that answered um, what are the, the best business advice or what are your favorite hacks that you use in your business or how important is it to, to be an entrepreneur in the DC, Maryland, and Virginia where I'm located. So it's really not so much me saying, I think you should do X, Y, and Z because this is what I say. It's more like, hey, I've invited this person to the party, this person to the party. they have really great insight, they have really great advice yeah. and we can kind of all learn collectively from them. So that's really been something that I've been you know trying to grow and to do and I feel like business model wide wide it's all all in like once you have that party, can you find people that potentially want to be at that party as well too? And that's where you know, affiliate links, um, sponsor content, just all these things start to come about because you've had a really good party that you can um, have a lot of people that also want to reach that target audience.
0: Yep.
1: You were leveraging, you were leveraging the audience and and the round of article can have three people. It can have 10 people in it and they're asking the same question. You can ask one question and get like, what is your favorite hack or whatever? And then have maybe 30 people in that. But that's one of the things where Haro helped help a reporter out where they ask Um, people who are journalists to, okay, if you need help, you need a source, you can go in there. But also if you are a subject matter expert, you can subscribe. So it's for two people. It's for for the the journalists or those who want sources. And then also it's for the sources who are looking for outlets. So it's a good marriage of both. And it's a free service. And I'll and, and basically you can use it and sign up. Now they do send you a lot of emails, so you got to keep up with your emails because they'll send them out like two or three times a day. And But you can you can find someone, even if it's a journalism student, to kind of monitor that for you and say, hey, my niche is business. This is what I'm looking for. And they can reply for you in terms of really getting a pitch out there. So tell us a little bit about the, uh, the, the what you have learned in terms of your business, in terms of really doing the website business. So say, for instance, When the first thing, if I want to get someone PR, I said, we have to have your foundational right. We have to have your website right. So what have you found like been like the top five things that maybe, maybe three things, at least the top three things that people are getting wrong about when they're building their website.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that. And thank you for giving me that number, because I can go on and on and on, as you know, from some of our conversations. (laughs) Um, But I, I think the biggest thing that I see, especially on a local level. So if potentially, you know, there's a business or there's a person that's trying to get a really um, strong local following. One of the biggest things that I see over and over again is people fail to have their their um, location, um, and that's on the back end, more of the title tag, meta description. They don't talk about where they're located. They rarely will actually have. Even if you don't want to have your address, if you have a home based business, just have where the areas that you serve. This is one one of the biggest things that I see, and I think what a lot of people don't realize, and something that you know we all kind of learn in our zone of genius. is is that people don't necessarily know everything that you know so you want to be able to translate and spoon feed for people that information so especially for search engines um there's something on the back end when you go to the site called a title tag um basically what that is 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 Google's way to understand what's to follow on a website. Mm -hmm. When you have your title tag set up within certain, you know, um, restrict uh, parameters, I should say, the amount of characters, it helps Google to know who you are, what it is that you do, but also where you're located. And I think that's one of the biggest things I see consistently that people um, forget, forget to do. Mm -hmm. Um, The other big thing. mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I was saying that's really good because sometimes maybe they'll put in looking for a Detroit, uh publicists, Detroit black publicists, you know, just Metro Detroit, you know, whatever. And, 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 you know, you can, well, for me, Speakers Magazine is targeted African-American speakers. And that's one of the things, but you can also put in things like that to let people know exactly, you know, who your target is. So that way, when people are Googling it, they'll actually find you because they're looking for you. So that's, that's really, really good. Those title tags.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and and I think that you know brings up the 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 great part that you talked about is like really understanding who you're targeting. And I think as you start to build your website, most people want to jump in, get their hands dirty, want to create um, their website, put sliders, get their colors, logo, all those things in place. But really drilling down and knowing who you're targeting is so huge. As you mentioned, uh, the Detroit, as it being a Detroit publicist or um, a Virginia-based web design company, all the those things allow you to break from the noise and, and be found a lot easier, It's less competitive to be found as a web designer in Virginia than to be found as a web designer in the entire United States. So a lot of times we forget that those opportunities are really um, what we can do before we jump into the website to make sure that we are finding those niches, those opportunities that are going to, you know, basically give us the revenue and, and, and money that we want for our business and our organizations.
1: And so, so really not getting the title tags. Number two, one of the things I find that is what people when they put together a website is like you have to convert. So for you, when we go to see blog nation, one of the things that they don't have is a a good opt in gift or a way to collect information from people. So talk a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, I, I love that. And I was definitely going to say a CDA, CTA. Um, Ooh, one of the things I talk about, you know, again, those offline conversations, I ask clients what does success mean to you? Are you trying to sell more books? Do you want more PR? Do you want to sell uh, a T-shirt or, you know, what is success to you? And you want to, again, hold people's hands to let them know what that looks like. So like you mentioned on CB Nation, one of the things that we try to do is get as many, um, you know, emails and and contact information so that we can always follow up with people. But on um, Blue 16 Media, The goal is really to set up consultations. So we want people to fill out a form, um, go to the scheduler, and set up a time to speak. So it's really understanding what success means to you and realizing that these, these digital tools are really for you to kind of manipulate so that you can hopefully reach your goal. So you don't have to do it the same way everybody else does. You have different opportunities, but it's huge. You you want to be able to say, hey, I want you to do X, Y, and Z. I want you to sign up for my newsletter. I want you to follow me on social media. I want you to um, you know subscribe to the, the um, magazine, whatever that might be. You want to make it as clear as day um, so that people can take that action as quickly as possible.
1: So when you started podcasting, what podcast are you at now? What number are you at? roughly? Around?
2: I'm over 1,300. I think I told you my your, your number when I did yours, um, but yeah, I'm over 1,300.
1: 13. <laughs> it's like, wow. So 1,300 episodes, guys, 1,300 episodes of a podcast. So what have you learned from podcasts? When you were starting podcasting, was it a way to monetize it at first? Or when did you start, like, really starting to monetize podcasting?
2: For me, one of the the biggest things that I tried to do was again going back to Blue 16 Media and using it as a way from my zone of genius to network and connect with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really big yeah. believer that there would be opportunities down the line um, that probably would open up, but I, I wanted to make sure that I was able to build my digital marketing business kind of first and foremost. So that's what I kind of focused on, and, and then one of the reasons I made it daily is because I'm you know I'm pretty active. Um, even, you know, pre-COVID, I'm, I'm always going to networking events and, and, um, you know, just, you know, meeting people. I, I really enjoy networking and getting to hear oh, people's stories Matt. and what they do. Yes, yeah. exactly. And
1: in first, and this was pre-COVID, but we were in the DMV yes. area and I was like, hey, I gotta get in touch with Grish." So yes, yeah. he is a <laughs> networker for real, for real. And we had like a great dinner and we were talking and, mm-hmm. and those are some of the things that, that, even though he is, quote unquote, a geek, he is very social. So it's not like a bunch, someone who is just really familiar with all digital marketing that they sit in front of the computer. No, he is not that. He likes people. So he's a person where you can trust because he he, he likes people. He can, he can tell you the truth and tell you what works and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that people understood that because I tell a lot of my authors and speakers, it says you've got to get this digital part right. If you don't get it right, find someone that can help you that can, that you can trust. And then someone that looks like you not to put any shade of anyone who's going to do a website overseas, but it's just really good to deal with people in our part of the world, you know, in our States, someone that you can really, you know, talk to and and understand what you're doing and what your goals are. So that's why, and, and you can pick up the phone and call them and meet with you and, you know, talk eye to eye type of thing. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. But, yeah, that is that's one of the things. And so networking is really important online and offline. Right.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and that's one of the big things that I wanted to do with the the podcast is really to build deeper relationships. Um, Some of one of my best referrals I actually got was from somebody who was featured on my blog originally. And actually, I had on my podcast, and that relationship just deepened and deepened from there. I was on her podcast; she was on mine um, multiple times. And I think that's one of the things that I wanted to do first and foremost: is say, "Hey, can I take my gifts?" Something I would do—I I was already doing it, you know, for free, anyways. But maybe have it, you know, part of my "quote unquote" funnel or part of my process. Right. But um, yeah, that was pretty much the, the primary, you know, reason. And, and still, of course, working on things, um, to kind of further create those streams
1: of revenue to, to, mm-hmm. to, uh, support the business. Yeah. Because the more podcasts you have, the, oh, yes, it's, it says, how do we connect? Uh, she says, how do we connect? So one of the ways to connect is ceoblognation.com. That's his, that's one of his main sites there. It's like his first place, I guess you would say it is great stuff. Uh, the, uh, good afternoon. Hey, Candace. She says, great topic. Exactly. Hey. Exactly. Uh, but one of the main things that I really like that you do is that you um, have so many podcasts. And so if anyone were, let's talk about your keywords, if they were looking for a business podcast, say, for instance, you are def- definitely going to show up because <laughs> you're talking to business people every day, every day. So one of the things do you, you know, without you really giving out your secrets, but what are some of the things that people who have found your um your website, CEO Blog Nation, or even Blue, Blue 16, what, what were they looking for when they found you? Were they looking for digital marketing? Were they looking for business podcasts? What were they looking for?
2: yeah uh, funny enough that you said that because um you know begin i think one of the things that you talked about and i want to just hammer home as well too is i compare your pages your posts all the things that you have on your website to like sticky paper um the more pages posts generally speaking content you have the more sticky paper you have out there for people to find you so i remember actually pre-pandemic um i actually did some live podcast recordings Largely because I was found as media for an event that was going on. Um, So and they just search for a podcaster, you know, near me, podcaster in the D.C., Maryland and Virginia area. And they found my information based off of that. And I think a lot of that is, again, because if you have that sticky paper, if you really know who you're trying to serve. And you're able to really drill down as much as possible and see how you can provide value for them. Think about all the different ways it allows you to build your own media company in your own way so that people could potentially find you. But of course, you know, people looking for digital marketing help, you know, SEO and Alexandria, just, um, you know, all those different ways that people could kind of search. But I think one of the. Um, One of the beautiful things about SEO that I think a lot of people forget about is it's really all about psychology and people don't talk a lot about this because the idea of Google is Google wants you to find what you're searching for as quickly as possible. There's actual people that are typing in and searching for certain things, and Google's taking all that data and information and trying to return a result so that you find what you're looking for as quickly as possible. So I often say it on the show, on my podcast, is that we forget about the human aspect of business. We definitely forget about it related to technology. So when Mm -hmm. you're talking about SEO, don't forget that you're not just putting keywords in to try to rank higher you're putting it in so that you can serve your clients so that you can be there and provide a value to them when they're searching for something else so don't forget about the people that's that's the biggest thing what you wrote that book for who you're speaking to make sure you're optimizing related to that
1: yes it is it is it's like a natural way where anyone's gonna look and, and my husband he he kind of does a little bit like he'll put it Google like the way he thinks Google would think it's like no Google is trying to the way we would think. So, like, how oh, yeah. to, whatever, whatever. I mean, just type it out in a sentence. That's what we're looking for. And Google will find those pieces of property for us that best suit what we're looking for. Don't try to think like a computer, think like a human.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: So, you know, one of the things um, we're kind of wrapping up here, but I wanted to just say Sharon wants to know how do we contact you? I guess personally, she wants to contact you besides the uh, Blog Nation. So, what is the other um, website? And I can kind of put that up as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. My hub, my personal hub for everything, you can go to imgresh.com. That's I-A-M-G-R-E-S-H.com. That has links to Blue 16 Media, has links to CB Nation, the podcast, just all the different things that I'm working on. Sometimes that's the best place to to kind of find everything and and get a hold of me.
1: I love it. I love it. That is one of the cool things. So thank you so much for joining us. I am Gresh.com. that's down there. Cause if we have the comments going and said, like, well, how do we contact you? How do we contact you? And I love what you're doing. Uh, and Sharon said, thanks. It, so she said, thank you as well. So I, I want people to know also too, there is a membership program um, that Gresh has as well. That's probably on I am Gresh.com. Yeah. So he has that part Absolutely. of part of his, uh, collection of things as well so it's a membership program if you want to learn all things digital if you want to know about speaking and really getting pr ready set go speak is one of those areas as well so want to make sure that people do that as well so gresh thank you so much for joining us today i really really appreciate it and um just thank you so much for just joining us and being part of a get out there and get known because you got to have the that seo that's the main thing all right yes, absolutely Alrighty. Thanks a lot. And talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you, Dr. Pam. All right. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages. com where we help you shine like a superstar.